Whenever you're ready. Are we calling it Avengers Assemble or just Avengers? Hey, uh, Avengers Assemble. I don't know. I, 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 it's just Avengers to me. Yeah. Yeah. Just Avengers to me, yeah. Hello and welcome to Watch It If You Can. My name is Dave. My name is Liam. This podcast is all about box sets we've created of our favourite films and TV shows. Some you've seen, some you won't, and others you may never want to watch. However, we can say, if you've never seen Avengers, you mule and quim. All we want to do is chat on about these films and TV shows we love so dearly, and maybe, just maybe, you should watch it if you can. Hello. Hello. Good evening. How are we? I'm very well. Thank you very much. Are we excited about this week? Yeah. I know your pick. I know it's a good one. Let's dive straight in. Okay. What is it? Paddington 2. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So Paddington 2, it's 2017 film. It's got Ben Woodshaw. Is it Wish Ben Wishaw? I think it's Winshaw, is it? Is it got an Yeah, it's got Ben Wishaw. It looks like it's spelled Wibshaw. Uh, ben Wibshaw. As always, our pronunciations. Yes. Spot uh, on. Uh, you know, uh, professionals, as I always say. He's the voice of Paddington. We've also got Hugh Grant, Hugh Bonneville, Sally Hawkins and Brendan Gleeson, amongst others, which we will mention because it's an amazing cast. Um, Budget-wise, it was around made for around $40 million and went on to make $227 million, which... Is a pretty good good return, especially on a kids, had, kids family film. I'd be chuffed to dive. I'd put a few bob into that <laughs> one. Eh? That's all on the screen, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so why have you made the choice to put it on your list for this week? Oh, Paddington Two. What can I say? It's. I think it's a perfect family film, and when I say perfect family film, I mean it's perfect because the child can sit and watch it on their own. It's perfect for an adult to sit and watch it on their own as perfect for a family to sit and watch it on their own. Yeah. It, for everyone at the same time or separate. Because it's any age, isn't yeah, it, as well? When we're saying an adult, we're talking 18 to yeah, 100 names. It's, <laughs> it's just... So that's for me, when I say it's a perfect family film mm. is because you can sit and watch it with the family. That's a, That, to me, is a family film. But the fact that adults can sit and watch this film... And still get as much enjoyment as a as a as a four year old sitting and watching it. It's it's pretty perfect. I'd say it must be one of the most perfect family films ever made. It's just charming, isn't it? It's it's, it's just absolutely. The word charming. I've got here is whimsical. Whimsical. It's get you very whimsical. <laughs> it's very British and whimsical. Yeah. Um, and I put in here. It's it's warm. It's just a big cuddle. Just like, oh, come here, let's just... I love Paddington too. And also, for personal reasons, obviously... um, Difficult to explain to people, I don't have children, but I've acquired two grandchildren, which I utterly love. Um, So I'm granddad to Lily Bell, and this is one of Lily Bell's favourite films whenever she comes round. And whenever she puts it on, I just... I'm engrossed in it. (laughs) I I must have watched it about 
15 times with Lily Brown. And I love the way she can't quite say Paddington. It's Paddington. 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 With no D's. She's like Paddington. See, I haven't I haven't watched it with kids because I, I mean, obviously mine have grown up and that, but I just haven't had a chance to watch it with whether it's nieces, nephews, cousins, friends, whatever. Um, so I only watched it as an adult. Yeah. I uh, watched it as an adult before as well because yeah. I knew it when it first came out it was really well received and I'd already seen the first one but watching it with Lily Bell it's one of my favourite things like yeah. we've got a few we've got a few go to uh, Moana and Frozen obviously uh, but when she decides to put this one on I'm like yes <laughs> <laughs> and, and what's so funny so- is whenever she's gone and we didn't finish it I have to put it back on and finish it off <laughs> Do you know? why not pick the first one it's just, it's even better than the first one. Yeah. The first one is good. This one is better. And it, I mean, it's rare, isn't it? I mean, you can only yeah. think of probably a handful of films, and maybe we'll talk about it later. But films where the sequel is better than the first and, one. Do, do the one that always pops and top like pops into my head when this argument is, oh, sequels are never better. Is obviously Star Wars, but also Wayne's World Two is such a better film than the original Wayne's Don't World. Do you think? Yes. So much better. I might have to go back and rewatch that. I don't really remember the second one, but I can totally understand given the choice of picking Paddington one or two, why you'd go with two. Yeah. Oh, don't get me it's, wrong. Uh, Paddington two was never, never here. Paddington is such a charming film, and they set yeah. they set it up so well. Everything's there, um, and it's just I just love watching it, and also. Um, the director Paul King, the direction of this film is something else. If like I when I watched it again the other week, specifically watching it, being a little bit more critical, the touches and flourishes yeah. of his direction is, is something else. Like a couple of the bits of um well that was when you do the robbery reenactment scene, it's all in the pencil hand drawing because the the mum has been is has gone into illustration right. and she's retelling the story when um and it's all in hand drawn, a bit like the Aha song. Yeah. Aha song. Aha. Uh-huh. Is it Aha? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Um, and what else? In, oh, and the, the other little bit where, where Paddington first finds the pop up book and he opens it up and it's a tour through London. Well, that, that's, we're going to come to that bit. That's, oh, that, it's fantastic. I'll tell you now, that is my favourite scene. And it's I'll, brilliant. We'll go, we'll go into it. Um, and also, it absolutely. Knocked me out when I watched it the other day is how I've not noticed it the amount of times I've seen it. But watched a film and how many times Paul King, the director, frames or references circles and or arches in the film. It's it's oh, the, that's, everywhere. That is, that is thing. Everywhere you everything you watch the film the, and it, the the framed center. As well, like a couple of examples I've wrote down here, the the St Paul's Cathedral robbery, but it from it looks from the top, it's all in a circle where everything was in a circle. Um, Paddington's window in 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 the loft yeah. as it comes through, it's a circle window. When the hot air balloon rises, it's framed. It's all the way through the film. There's so many references. Mm-hmm. It's and it's framed. It. So it's 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 all on purpose as well. You you you. When you watch it again, you go, "Oh bloody hell!" Now you pointed. Yeah, pointed it's it's literally out. every so many. Um, the other one, the 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 breakout scene, the clock, the clock cogs when you break out yeah. to prison, 
and all that. Right, which, okay. All which is um, a reference to Modern Times, the Charlie Chaplin film. Yeah. If you've, so, and it's all the way through the film. It's like, how did I not notice that? So he's, he's got a bit of a thing about circles, Paul King. So The, the other thing I think as well is, again, no matter what age you are, I think you've got to be quite like, I don't know what the word is, but staying with it, not to get emotional at the film. Yeah. It's like, you know, and for kids, like, they must be, I mean, the, 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 we're going to talk about scenes, aren't we, as we go on, but certainly the scene where Paddington's um, stuck in the water and yeah. stuff, that for kids must be, like, yeah, yeah. emotional. It's, but then you, I, I the, do believe the word's mild peril. <laughs> mild peril, is that what it's listed as? <laughs> do you know when you get the, yeah, you know, yeah. the listings of what, like, <laughs> like sexual nudity and all that, yeah. like, mild peril. <laughs> oh, when he's in mild peril. Yeah, oh, it, yeah. It I mean, it the is. whole thing's emotional, but... And just to... To take it further, you want to look into it deeper why I love this film is when it first came out, uh, the director, the writer, the the actors, they were quite vocal in the fact it was very much an anti-Brexit film. If And if you go back and watch it now, you see it so often. For obvious reasons, Paddington's an immigrant. Yeah. Um, and we were just talking before, when the original creator of Paddington drew the original illustrations of Panzer where he was sat he was left on the train station with his name tag. It was he was inspired by when all the Jewish children came over to Britain in the Second World War and and they all had the name tags. That's where it came from. So it's, it's you know it's always had that spirit of of openness. Yeah. Um but it doesn't it's not it's not too preachy when it comes to Brexit because if you remember two thousand seventeen, even both sides at that time and we're still not there yet, were just like, Oh my god, up at each other and it was like and I loved I was going through it a couple of reviews at the time and I found this lovely review and, and the and the girl who wrote it was going on about it's, it's Brexit. But she said this quote she just said, It just calmly, gently put forward the case how the world could be. That's per- that's a perfect. It, do you know what I mean? It wasn't yeah. too like you because it's yeah. all air. You know, you think we because talk- it could be preachy. It could be all about you know how can you how can you look at Paddington and go we don't want him here. Yeah, yeah. you know you could you, you could throw in lines like that. Yeah, you could and throw in you could throw in kind of maybe nasty well, stuff as well. well which I is think that uh, the film. Peter Capaldi character is probably the most Easter scare monger because he's, he's what's yeah. the line he said we opened our hearts and all along he was robbing you blind. That's like literally if Nigel Farage was spouting that about immigrants <laughs> pre Brexit, like oh god yeah, do you know what I mean? It's it's he plays that role in it yeah. really well. Um, the, the the one thing I did read just with you mentioned there is that Michael Bond created him. He passed away on the last day of yes, filming. Did you yes, see that? Yes, so sad. That that made it even more emotional because you yeah. think you know last day of filming he was, he was ninety one years old yeah. and you know I imagine he would have seen a lot of the making. Yeah, of it, but not to see the final finished film, I think is quite and quite sad as well. Because I didn't know I didn't know when we just mentioned the fact he was. The original idea was inspired by the Jewish children coming over to England. So he was obviously, although it was anti-Brexit, Paddington's always had that message of like, you know, we're better, to, we're stronger together. That is literally the message of the film because Paddington, when he thinks no one wants him, he tries to go it alone and he, it, it doesn't yeah. work. You're only as good as the people around you. And I all think- the main scenes are about... Not him on his own, are he? No. It is people, yeah. as you said, people coming to help him of all different ages, yeah. ages, races, everything. And I think the final point why I think, and this ties into what why it's better than the first film because in this film, it's 
Paddington's story arc is the story in this one because it's he goes on this journey of self-discovery. Whereas the first film, Paddington, the character, his story arc doesn't change as he comes into the world, the Brown's world. He's absolutely adorable and lovely. <laughs> but the story arc is the dad who has to come around to Paddington being accepted in the family. In this film, it's, it's Paddington's arc. He's the one who yeah. goes on the journey. And I think... That's if there's one reason alone why it's a better film than Paddington One, it's that one because it's it's Paddington's story, Paddington's story. Paddington's Paddington. The, the one thing I did because it obviously looks amazing, doesn't it? And um, Paddington himself looks brilliant. And apparently, the one of the effects uh, guys, the main like director, the animation director, said that if one person just did it. It would take seventy five years. I saw that. It's yeah, it's like it's, it's it's amazing. It it. And it leads nicely because onto the next question because what makes Paddington so good is the voice. <laughs> yeah. So who does the voice? Who's in it? Um, what else are they in? What do we know these, these this cast from? So obviously Paddington is Ben Wishaw. <laughs> we I can't believe I've got it written down as as it looks like Wishaw, but you think I, I, yeah. I think I've put an accidentally put an N in. I think you're right. It's with Shaw, isn't it? Wish Ben with Shaw. This is yeah. where we go back and have to edit in yeah. the right pronunciation. Well, so it'll be Ben. We'll just be talking. Ben. So Ben. Ben is in this. Most people know him as Q from Bond. Yeah, yeah that's the first one. Um, apart from that, when like he's one of them actors I'm aware of, but when I went through his list, there's very few films I've actually seen of him in. And I, although I know he's a really good actor, there's a couple of things. I've pulled out that I really want to go back and watch is he did a series with Hugh Grant called The Very English Scandal. That the BBC I'm, series, yeah. Yeah, that is, I definitely want to go and find that, go back and watch that. And also he did, um, I remember watching an episode or two of it at the time before I need to come back and re-watch this. He did the BBC one called The Hour, which was a bit of a... Mad Men sort of vibe because it was based on the the sixties show on the BBC back in the back in the day. Oh, I do know what you mean. And yeah, apparently, yeah. that was very um, very highly sought of. But I think yeah. it was only series or two. So there's that. that there are a couple of things I'm definitely want to go back and watch. So the one you definitely need to watch is Fargo, the TV series. <laughs> yes, so he's in series four. I think it's four. It's the one where Chris Walker is like the main character. And he's, he's absolutely amazing. Hey, Chris Rock in Fargo. I only found that out when I was going through the... Yeah, yeah. I was like, what? Brilliant, isn't it? Yeah. Is he, yeah? The whole series, the whole of, I mean, all the series is I've great. I've never watched... I've tried to watch the first episode and just never got past it. It's so good. Like, yeah. The first series is all kind of about Billy Bob Thornton. I mean, I mean as in, like, yeah. he's your main guy. But in series four, as good as, like, Chris Rock is and some of the other people, uh, Ben... Is is pretty amazing. He's, isn't it? Like, he, yeah. like, like the American accent's really good as well. He's he's such a good actor, and like I said, he's he's he does a lot of films that I haven't seen, and it's not because they're quite low key. And I think he, he, you know, that's when he does like things like Bond and Paddington. But his his love of acting is because he does a lot of like quite. Um, Strong feet. Q was probably to pay the bills, isn't it? Yeah, it's one of them. But he's still. I have to say one for us, one, one for me, one for them. Yeah, and I think but that's that he was still his, brings it? a level of humility to Q, which is lovely. It's very, do you know what I mean? Mm. He's he, he's not arrogant in any way, shape, or form. He, he plays absolutely spot on, and I think he, it's a really good foil to Daniel Craig. 
Are you going to touch upon who was Paddington originally? No. So, do you know who it was? No. All oh, no. right, okay. So the original Paddington voice was Colin Firth. So Colin Firth recorded the lines and then even he agreed and obviously the producers and directors and all like that, it just didn't fit. Didn't His fit. voice just sounded, he's, he sounds too old. And, yeah. Um, and even he agreed and Ben come in then and, and re-recorded the whole of the first film. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. They just agreed. I don't know how far they into it they were. But the original, the original Paddington was Colin Firth. Now I do remember reading he was, he was, he was part of the original cast, but I didn't know he was cast because obviously I didn't know he was, he was Paddington. Yeah, that, Colin Firth. And it's right because looking back now, it's obvious it just it, he's, he's the, the quintessential yeah. British yeah kind yeah. of um, speaker, isn't he? And it, it makes sense to offer it to him. But Definitely. yeah, so who else is in the, the next? Oh, the cast is amazing. I've mentioned it. And I'll keep going on about it. The next character I've got down is here. Hugh Grant plays Phoenix Buchanan. Oh, what can you say about Hugh Grant? He's known for your love, actually, Bridget Jones, about a boy. Um, they're all his early rom-com ones. But I love him in um, The Gentleman. I, I picked The Gentleman. Yeah, I was going to recommend that. I think he's absolutely just... He's like a sleazy... Uh, <sighs> is he a reporter, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. he's absolutely brilliant. He is great. And also... we've. I love his early non-rom-com stuff because he was in both um, Sense and Sensibility with Emma Thompson and Remains of the Day with Emma Thompson and Anthony Hopkins. They're out there all around yeah. the early, mid-90s. They're really good films of him in as well. He does the rom-com. He did that phase better than most. He's because brilliant. Because they're the scripts that come through. Yeah. Right? Once you've done Four Weddings and a Funeral and then Not a Girl and stuff, it's probably all he offered. But have you seen Extreme Measures with him and Gene Hackman? No. So that I can't remember. Not must have been maybe late nineties. That that is definitely a good film. And then are you going to mention the Undoing? Have you watched that yet? No. So he's in a I think it's HBO limited series with Nicole Kidman, where he gets accused of murder, and he had, he's won quite a few awards for it. But that is a really really good series. Ooh, definitely. That's him. That's him. Serious. You know. Yeah. All serious kind of acting, and he, you know the guy can do everything. Can't yeah, he? he's he's brilliant. He's a big um, fan of you. Fly through the cast wise, oh, there's just so many. Hugh Bonneville, um, obviously known for Downton Abbey. A um, couple of things I picked out from to watch is he was in W1A, that like spoof where they were like a marketing agency, and he'd there was a there was a 2012 spin off as well, and that was also with um, Jessica Hines. They were both. I in know it. what you mean. It's, it was, it's like a reality type yeah. show. Yeah, so it? it was. Um, it was like a spoof reality show because yeah. they were, they were yeah. like marketing documentary. Yeah, oh, it was it, really it? good. That that sort of went really below the radar, but it's really mm. well made. And also, he pops up in a really good film I watched recently with um, Andrew Garfield and Claire Foy. Breathe. He's not the main. Oh, no, I haven't seen. It's a really good one, so that's definitely worth seeing. Um, We've also got Sally Hawkins in the film. She plays the mum, Mary Brown. Um, she's known for Made in Dagenham and Submarine. Made in Dagenham is a great film. Have you ever seen that? It's like the where all the women went on strike in a Ford factory in the 70s. No, I, I she's the main character. It's a really good film. Um, and so, yeah, and Submarine was the one directed by Richard Ariodi. Ariodi. Richard Ariodi. Uh, which we've mentioned before. On, Big on fan Cam- of the show. Oh, I'm sure he is. Love, love Richard. <laughs> um, and I've recently seen it in a film called The Lost King. 
uh, Steve Coogan wrote this one. It's about you no know, one they found Richard the Third, the, the, the body under the yeah. under the. She's she's she's. It was based it's a TV on, movie, or yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I saw it. it it's just a must I've have seen this. It's quite recent. Steve Coogan wrote it, and he's in it, and he's brilliant in it because he's a very subtle. Quiet character for Stephen Coogan. He plays it very straight and he plays it really well. But he wrote it as well. So basically it's about this... Because it's a true story where basically an amateur investigator basically found the remains and it's her story and she's the main... She's really good in that as well. Really, really good. Who else have we got on there? We've got Brendan Gleeson, Knuckles McGinty. Don't (laughs) do nothing for no one for nothing. Just (laughs) absolutely brilliant. He's obviously known for the Harry Potter films. But... um, for us, I think any if you want to watch anything Brendan Gleeson, it's got to be Calvary and In Bruges. I think there, if you and God, the guard, well. the guard's on that list. Um, yeah. Oh my God, brilliant! We've also got Julie Walters, who plays the the cleaner. I can't remember her yeah. name, and I'm yeah. no, I haven't wrote it down actually. But there is a joke with. Phoenix Buchanan because he doesn't he never remembers her name as well like <laughs> she's just carrying on that joke into real life <laughs> it's all it's all meant to be stuff? yeah uh, oh god yeah meta 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 <laughs> um, Julie Walters what can you say about Julie Walters obviously again for Harry Potter um, but you really want to check out um, a couple of series she did by Alan Bleasdale GPH and Jake um, yeah. I think they were all done by Channel 4 she's fantastic because she's, she's straight acting them but also when it comes to Julie Walters anything she did with Victoria Wood is just genius you've got um, all the Acorn Antiques and the Dinner Lady series it, I would love to come back and do something on Victoria Wood I think she's a national <laughs> treasure she's Billy Elliot yes she's in Billy that, Elliot as well. you know, she's amazing that isn't she and then, because we haven't got time to go through all, included in the cast is Imelda Staunton, Michael Gambon, Jim Broadbent, Sanjeev Basker, Ben Miller, Jessica Hines, Song Conti, Peter Capaldi, Mira Sayal, Richard Iowody, who plays, who, who stands up a little bit Isn't better cool, than court yeah. scene. No, 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 that's, 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 we don't actually see him leave, though. No, so, no you know. but we do know, because again, he's a little bit nervous as well, yeah. as you can see. That could easily be Moss, couldn't it? And also... Um, the director Paul King, he did direct a few episodes of Mighty Boosh, which Richard Iwodi wrote a couple as well. So oh, there is a kind yeah. of, so I know for that. a fact that that was no coincidence. They, they got him in to play that court scene. Um, yeah, so what a cast! Like you could literally go there all day. I just think it would, of all them ones, I would just pick out anything by Jessica Hines. I just love she's just so you think she's done yeah, she's spaced. Royal family, you forget she's in that as well. I just and obviously the W one A documentary. Well, funny enough, I mentioned Shaun of the Dead before, and she yes. pops up like she's very, in very that. briefly. Yeah. But it's like that. Oh, because I re- rewatched well. Space Reason; it's really good. Um, and also, the, the Paul King, we've mentioned before, the director, literally, he's done no films before. It's the first Paddington. He's done this one. Um, He's basically done directed episodes of Mighty Boosh and Come Fly With Me, which was the Little Britain spin-off. Yeah. And that's, oh, that, that, that that's pretty much all he's done since before. And I'm just like, the man is talented because it's fantastic. And I love the way he was. He was penciled in to do another film and then Paddington took and he basically 
they held on for him, did yeah, they? But I think he left the other project to come back to Paddington. Oh, okay. And I'm just so glad he did because it's. I just think it's one of the best... It's just great directing yeah. all over. He just absolutely smashes it out the park. Where Ellie, because as good as the script is, oh, the, the, a lot of the movie, and you know, the, 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 obviously the script's amazing. So we're not not kind of like dismissing any of that way, but everything's on the screen, isn't it? Like, oh, in this it's, film, and it's it, it, on it, it point. is the direction. There's not like I said. Go next time you watch it. Go back and reference all the circles and the arches. There's not a single missed second in that film. That's that's just not. Spot on. It's on point. That'll be interesting for me. Question later. So they're all the actors that are in it. So let's move on to the who they play, um, and who's your favourite character and why? Phoenix Buchanan, Hugh Grant. (laughs) Like without (laughs) doubt. And do you know what? Like you could have easily gone for Knuckles McGinty by Brendan Gleeson. He really plays that well. Uh, Any the 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 prisoners, yeah, were really good, but. Phoenix Buchanan absolutely just steals this film and he makes it just... Hugh Grant makes puts in a performance of a lifetime and, and I love the way he's actually taking the piss out of himself because if you notice in the scene where he's talking in, in, in his loft with all his, with all his weird mannequins yeah. or all, all the photographs on the desk of of the real ones uh, they're the, uh, of him in that. films and I'm just like and he's going on about the glory days and yeah. um again not to go on about the Brexit theme but you know an aging old British actor who thinks he's really better than he is and as quotas act as quotas as agents doesn't get on very well with other people. Could it be another metaphor for Great Britain? I don't know. It just it's he's perfectly cast, isn't he? Oh. I mean, you cannot. There's a lot of films you watch, isn't he? And there's certain roles, and you think like you cannot imagine no. anyone else doing it. And I just think he and he throws himself into oh, it. He he completely. Even the even the cringy bits where he's doing, you see the little cutaways of the of the dog food commercials. He's yes. in. He just he he's absolutely committed to it fully. And I've just got to say, I think he's at a stage of his career, Hugh Grant, where I think he does whatever he wants to do, and it's it's all the better for it because, like I said, the gentleman he did write not long after this. I think he's perfect to play bad people. He just oh. Yeah, and like because he can play the hammy bad people in this, and then generally plays a bit of a shit. Like, he really does, and I just think he's. I think he. You, you definitely need to go and watch the Undoing now. Okay, because we've been talking about him, and I think after well, Paddington, I think he's quite openly admitted it's probably his best and favorite role. Yeah, yeah, he, he loves it. But yeah. I think you'll be definitely be impressed by him in the Undoing because he is really, really good in in that. Um, and you see a different side to him. I mean, they, like this year, he sort of pops up in um, the Netflix, the Glass Onion. Yeah, he pops up in that. Only a, be- a cameo, but a beautiful cameo. Brilliant cameo, and he's in the Dungeons and Dragons movie that's I'm coming out soon forward as to well. That, yes. So it's just, it's just with you saying like he's at the stage where he can do anything. So he's, you know, popping up in just a little, I, little part in here, big part in probably in Dungeons and Dragons. I'm going to put it out there. I think Hugh Grant will end up. Not winning an Oscar, if not winning an Oscar, nominated multiple times over the next 10, 5, 10 years. I just think he's at a stage where he's he's at that perfect place in his career where he's not getting cast as a leading, as a leading good-looking man anymore and it's all the better for the roles he takes on. And I just think we have 
such a tradition in England of doing, well, Great Britain of doing actors at this late stage of the career just get better. And I think I think we have I think we've got a lot more to come off you, Grant. And he's yeah. he's, he's a national he's... treasure. <laughs> he's an absolute treasure. So, like you say, you could have picked a few characters there, but I t- I totally agree. I've I was thinking about it, and you you've got to. I mean, obviously, you could pick Paddington because Paddington's brilliant. Even though you know we know he's you know sorry kids, he's not he's not really there. But he, <laughs> sorry. I was nearly spatting me water out then. <laughs> ben brings him to life brilliantly. Um, but I think if you're going yeah, if you're gonna go with someone, you've got to give him credit it, for the it, whole film. The high, and and don't get me wrong, like um, Hugh Bonneville's really good at it. Um, I've never watched Downton Abbey, so I don't. I'm not the. I didn't come in from it, but I yeah. I really like him. I think he pitches his his acting really well, and I do like the little sub. Story that he's going through this where he's going through a little bit of a midlife crisis. He gets yeah. overlooked for the promotion, and he's he's he's, he's going re, like going back to his youth where he's throwing a coconut. It's a nice little subplot <laughs> of the film. It's, it's, but no, Hugh Grant for me all day long. So, have you got a favourite scene moment? Any what part are we going to pick from what we're calling a perfect film? Yeah, there's literally there's there's loads. Um, honourable mention. We love an honourable mention, don't we? It's definitely the prison breakout scene. So I just good, think it? it's absolutely and going back to Paul King, it's flawless direction. It's very Wes Anderson and it's, it is it's about, very obviously yeah. done. Like the bit where you see them all the jumping out and, and crawling jumping out the prison and it's all framed together and they crawl along and then like we mentioned before, they go through the cops. It's the cut away the prison, oh, isn't it? That you can It's absolutely spend. fantastic. But the scene I'm going for is the scene where Paddington is making a marmalade with Knuckles McGinty. Oh, okay. And I and I tell you why because just watch Brendan Gleeson's acting in this scene. It's unreal. Bear in mind that he's doing it to no one because there's no one in front of him, and he's going, especially the bit with Paddington trying and he's going backwards and forwards. He's probably doing two a bear. Yeah, like a. Probably just a physical sort just, of, there'll be nothing you know, there, build a bear type thing, isn't it? Watch the scene, and it's such a lovely scene because obviously it's the scene where their relationship comes together. But I was watching it the other day, and he's reading the newspaper at the hard times, which is just <laughs> genius. And there's a, there's a there's the headline is like money launderer. I don't know it's a deal or something like that. That's the headline. There's loads of little touches like that. But go back and watch it because. It, He's watching them, and there's the bit where he's sat there watching, reading, trying to read the newspaper, and he just lowers it, and you just see the eyes come, and he's watching Paddington go back and forth, and he's obviously getting more. It's just, I just, just think, for all a film, it's quite funny as well because they're making marmalade, yeah. and he's bringing the oranges one by one. Instead of, it's just a lovely little scene. It cements their relationship, but the acting in Brendan Gleeson, and that's what makes me think that. The whole cast were totally in on this. They totally enjoyed what they were doing yeah. because they've all they all pulled it out the bag. They all put their all into this, and I it, I just love that scene. Just honestly, go back and watch Brendan Gleeson's eyes in that scene because honestly, he's doing it to no one. He's just sat there in a set, and it's spot on. And I'm just like, well done, mate. It it's the pop up book scene for me. <laughs> I think that is one of the, like the most like. I think it's one of the most amazing scenes in any yeah. film. So you know, if you, you know, if you haven't seen the the film yet, listening, you're maybe going to watch it. 
after this, there's just a scene where Paddington's sort of talking about his auntie and what to buy her and wants to show around London and, you know, the suggestion is he, you know, he buys this pop-up book and in that scene, he's he's given her the tour of London. It's just so imaginative. It's, I know we're talking about Paul King's direction, but obviously he would have been involved, but the... the the animation on this and the, the effects stuff, that scene is just... It's beautiful. Oh, and it's also amazing. what... It just takes me back because I had the Paddington book when I was a kid and the artwork of yeah. now all of the the, 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 the the 2D figurines when you pop up, the artwork is exactly in the style of all the original Paddington books. It's... It's a game. In a perfect movie, it's a perfect... Scene, it, like I said, there was loads of scenes. I like I said, I gone for that one because I love Brendan Gleeson and I think he just I loved that. I just love the relationship between uh, Paddington and Knuckles. It's 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 a beautiful <laughs> friendship within the film. Well, I, I was trying to I was trying to think. Of, I knew straight away um, the 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 pop up scene, but as I was watching the film, I was sitting there going, the scene where he's the hair, he's he's doing the hairdressing Tom to Tom Conti yeah. and stuff. I was going. Oh, I do love this scene. Yeah. And then after that, he's cleaning the windows. Yeah. Oh, and I was seen... going, oh, I do love this scene. And then when he's on the train and he uses the toffee apples to walk yeah, on, yeah. I was like, oh, I'm struggling now. But I know it's, it is the pop-up scene is like, for me, is like way ahead. And then there's, you've got all these about 50 the, other bits you can go with. This, this is my second favourite. There's a great months. scene with Miss and Mrs. Brown that are broken into Phoenix Buchanan's house. And when he mm. comes in, he's what are you doing? He's like, we were just doing insurance check in your pajamas. <laughs> well, that's the platinum club and all that. It just is. It's oh, there's. It's so good. I tell you what's really good in it as well. That we can just reenact scenes, but there's the, the opening scene where Paddington comes out the house and it, it shows you how life is better because because of his presence, everyone's life is a bit better. Like yeah. the, the young girl gets a sandwich when she's riding on the bike. He's helping the guy do the taxi knowledge. Uh, the doctor's keys next door. He introduces the um, the the colonel and the news agents characters. They and then later on you see the same scene and he's not there and it's completely yes. it's sad and it's just it's it's it, those it's con- all emotional. Like I mean, again, come back to scenes <clears throat> like you've got the scene at the very start where Aunt Lucy saves him. Yes, but then later on, obviously, it's the mum from the family. Yeah. See, and you're just yeah. like, yeah. you're like, I'm just, you're sitting there going, I'm just going to cry here. Yeah, I'm just going to be an emotional mess. This probably is, it's probably good I'm not watching this with children because they yeah, just be yeah, looking you, at me you, going, well, why is he blubbering? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, I, can't, I can't think of any particular songs or pieces of music. Did you pick anything out? Oh, yeah. Um, the whole soundtrack, Dario Marinelli, is, is fantastic. Um, I love the couple of scenes where they have the Calypso band, which who they're called, they're called Tobago and Delang. Oh, like the side of the shard and stuff. Yeah, and they break the fourth wall because you hear yeah. the song and then you suddenly see them playing in the film. <laughs> There's a couple of them. But for me, Hugh Grant singing Rain on the Roof in the end credits. How at the end? Yeah, that's oh, true. Yeah. Like just, Actually, you know what? I didn't even think about that. Absolutely fantastic. I could have chose that as my favourite scene. It's yeah. that good. It was really good. And this comes back to Hugh Grant throwing himself. Yes. In it. He has a musical number. Completely. <laughs> and, he, and he kills it as well. He absolutely yeah. kills it. So, yeah, musically. Um, oh, I'll give you that. Yeah. There's, there's quite a lot in there. Piece that together. So, perfect film. We've got about 10, 15 perfect scenes, perfect characters, uh, perfect actors. 
question that we do have to do. Yeah. We do on every episode. Yeah. What, if anything, would you have done to make it better? Okay. The ending. The, okay. How far from the end? Like so as in... the the actual the actual ending. Oh, okay. In the fact that um, there's too many coincidences. So from the moment Paddington wakes up in his bed. Yeah. He goes downstairs. So basically, they save him in the water, and then it cuts out because they bring yeah. him under water, and then it cuts back to suddenly it's it's snowing in the street, even though the scene before obviously wasn't winter. So then it's it's a scene in snow. He happens to wake up by having a fever. How long has he been asleep? So they say three days. <laughs> I was just, I was going to say I'm sure so, they told him three days. There's one of them when you first watch it. It's 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 you will flipping cry when you when you watch the ending because yeah, obviously I'll, I'll talk you through. So he wakes up to go. Oh Paddington, you so we you know three days you've been out. He he goes downstairs. The whole street are lined up in the hallway waiting for yeah. him, and then you bring in his aunt, and it's like it it. It, you, oh, it's, it's, it's devastating, isn't it? But his little face, his little face it's, is it's, so happy. It's so beautiful. But when you actually go back and think about it, I don't get the ending. There's there's something, a something jarring about the whole bit because there's not a missed beat in the script. There's not a missed beat yeah. direction. So why were all the whole street just sat and with the whole street just stood on his hallway waiting for him and at, <laughs> at that precise moment he woke up and at the same time his aunt flies in all the way from Peru and on the door. At the exact same time. But is it does that come down to the whole <clears throat> whimsical it's thing whimsical, that you mentioned? It, before it, it, and, where Aunt Lucy walks in, I so what I, talk- I still I still wouldn't cry when I watch it. Still do. When Aunt Lucy's yeah. there and he hugs her, it's like, oh my God. So what you would change is the logistics. And <laughs> okay. What, it's you, what just, you're saying is, is that ideally... <clears throat> and it's it's the snow scene. They, I never noticed the snow, I'll be told. Go honest. back and watch it because it, they, they bring him on the river and then it cuts to the camera pans down the road, which incidentally, another reason I love it is when I first moved to London, I literally lived around the corner. I know this road. Right. Did the pub I used to drink in is literally at the bottom of this road. I just and always loved this road because it's got this like curve and the houses. Absolutely love it. Um, it. It's a long shot and it comes up. It's snowing. The street's all white. Now, this is where I'm going to sort of be. There's a, there's a theory here. Okay. There's an. It's going to clear up your problem. It doesn't clear it up. It gives you more questions, but there is a theory. Paddington dies. Oh, it's a dream. He doesn't make it. That moment in the water. Oh, cry you. That moment in the water where that last where the bubble because yeah, the bubble comes and that's the bit where and he lets go and his eyes go and it's at that point McGinty and Prince come in and rescue him. Thirty years, he didn't make it. Well, that's deep, isn't it? Yeah. That's, and it's just... Um, and obviously... I mean, that... Obviously... Ruins the net, the third one. <laughs> well, because there was, it was no guarantee they were making a third one. No, that one. is true, yeah. And there is... So you think is it's it, a dream? Is it a dream? The, it's like is the it afterlife? afterlife? I don't know, because there's just... It's just... Go back and watch right. it. The snow scene is too much. Is that it's, what puts it, you on? It's too... It's too... Too whimsical. And, and I know it's a whimsical film. It's mm. just... There's something... I don't know, but 
And the fact, like you say, now you're saying it, it like, I mean, this it does happen in films, and I'm like, at the end of like Lord of the Rings, Frodo wakes up, and they're all waiting at the end of the bed, and it's like, have you just been studying the whole time? And it's, it's like that with Paddington. It's they a all film. Be, they all and do you know what, Lee? And obviously... The, the, what they could have done was maybe thrown in a little scene where it was like, oh, we think he's waking up. Get everyone. Yeah. Would that yeah. have made you happier? Possibly, <laughs> possibly. It's just, but when... Because I've always... When I first watched it, didn't didn't even register. It's like, oh, my God, I love that ending, Aunt Lucy. Oh, my God, you did together. It was all he ever wanted. And then when I was thinking about the question... I was obviously we 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 researching and reading reviews and and someone mentioned about the internet theory, and it, I went on and it was like basically the first times that someone did a, um, a thread on mm. Twitter where they did about twenty and he broke it down. He was saying that moment where he because he, he the little bubble comes out of his mouth and he starts to drift and that's the exact point you hear the the, mm. the plane come. They said that that moment. If you think about from there, he was gone. The rest is afterlife. Is it a dream? Is he unconscious? Is he? I don't know. And it's like it works. After the fear, I mean, I don't think it's right because no, no, because gonna, it, it, but it, it, the theory, the 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 the, the reason the rationale behind the theory, I think, if you watch it again now, yeah, that it does work. That you and also think, the fact that the direction and script is so on all the way through. Why it's I, honestly, I come back to it. It's literally. Go back to the scene. It's snowing. Why is it snowing? It's only three days later. It wasn't midwinter when you were on the train. It wasn't. No, I'm trying. I'm trying to piece it back. I mean, I know they say like the cold when they go out of prison, but it's not like I say. It's not. It's not. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I don't... So you, you fix it by either saying he's been out for months, and, and or, don't... or you don't have the snow yeah. at all. Yeah, and, and then... it, it's just it. <laughs> but. But when I read, but they obviously add the internet theory that Paddington dies, and it's like, oh that's shit, devastating that now. is that's yeah. hardcore. Yeah, that is hardcore. I'm like, it's more devastating because watching it, you think that that generally, if they come out and said that's what happened, you yeah. couldn't go, oh, I don't believe it because it's sort of there, it's on the screen, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, and and but, and because we've gone on about how good the directing the script is, I don't think maybe they purposely just. Give a little bit of amb- ambiguity, just to give it a no, little bit. I just of think a... it's the whimsical thing of like, you know, it's all kind of like. But why is it? Thing, it's just a British thing, isn't it? But all our fil- it? all our films end with like. But it's why is it snowing? snowing? That's the bit of dance. <laughs> I keep coming I back to why is it snowing? I mean, we, we, and also it was sticking. It was proper snow. It was proper sticking. <laughs> it was sticking. <laughs> you know, none of this. That's a none of this sleety shite. It was. It was proper snow. <laughs> so, the one we've already touched on this. I was going to mention this here, but we I mentioned before about Colin Firth coming in. Yeah. That kind of what would you change to make it better? Um. They they did that themselves yeah. that, as well. Like, I mean, in the first one, so that Ben was, Ben was ben perfect. Just perfect. He's yeah. just. I tell you, like we were talking before, like the animation is amazing, but to add it to his voice and it's his sort of naivety in the voice and that's what that's what Paddington's charm is he's naive but he's so loving as well do you know what I mean it's yeah. just oh I, mean, I just think it so well, it's just he? perfect casting and fair play to actually dump 
possibly one of the biggest English actors around to bring in Ben. It's 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 a it's a big call, but the the yeah. the, the, the spot on. Um. So, what impression, if any, did it make? Well, impact. Is it the greatest film ever made? Because according to Rotten Tomatoes, it, is it the most highest rated? Is it? It's. It was. It. It knocked Citizen Kane off for quite a while. I hate the, Rotten Tomatoes. You know. So I absolutely. Do you know what? It's. It's one of them. I know people go on it, but oh, it's yeah. It's not my my gauge. And now you've got people who like review bombing films, aren't they? If yeah, don't like stuff it could be. But... And 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 it's and as well, what I, what I don't like is a film can have like hundred percent, but it's only like at five reviews at the yeah, time. Yeah, it doesn't. I just quite think make it has sense. a whole concept. But, but I know where you're coming from. It's is it the greatest film of all time? Is it? No, it's not. But I think, and I think this is weird. The, the, is it the greatest family film of all time? I think it. I think it's got to be. And don't get There's me wrong. Few. I think it's. It is. And also, no one dislikes this film because that's where Rotten Tomatoes works. It basically means it only takes. In the something to formulas like everything over sixty, rated over sixty is is good. Everything is fresh, so, certified yeah, fresh. Yeah. So the, the way it works is everyone like everyone says this movie is a seven or eight out of ten. Yeah. Then that it's consistently solid that way. That's work. That's how it comes. So and what did it make? Two? What did you say? Two hundred million. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. Which like for two, a, a kids a kids film and especially like a British kind of family yeah. film. That's. Yeah. That that's a huge amount, isn't it? Yeah, it's 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 great, and I think um, it's is it the greatest film of all time? I <laughs> I think it's a debate that that's worthwhile. I I seriously do. Yeah, I think we're going to talk. We're probably going to talk about films that yeah people like. So we're probably going to name some of our family ones. Um, how can you watch it currently? It's only on Prime at the moment. It's not. I thought it was on Disney, and it was. But I went on Disney to watch it and I wasn't there. Either of Paddington or Paddington 2. But it's still on Prime to watch. But only Paddington 2 on Prime. I'm trying to think, is that why I watched it on there? I swear to God, because I've sat and watched it with, with yeah. Lily Bell. But I, I went on Disney and I couldn't find it. So it, it's, yeah, I don't, I, I'm, yeah, I'm not surprised if it's not on Disney because I don't think it's, it's, it's own, still available on Prime as your Prime. Netflix, no, no, it's Prime. But I do, but I think it's it has been on Netflix as well. It's one of them films and sorts of floats yeah. around. It's definitely I watched it on Prime. I'm not sure what I watched it on. Now we're gonna have to yeah. um, come back. Um, th- this will probably fit into you know is it the greatest film really? Because um, if you like this, what else do you like? And I think there's some really good recommendations probably. Yeah. Well, the first ones I'm going to mention is because it's anything from Nick Park, who the Wallace and Gromit theme, because yeah, it's, that, it's that that English whimsical landscape that's yeah. that's got so many works on the child level and works on the other level. So like Chicken Run and things like any yeah. of the short, any of the Sean and Sheep, any of the pirates. Yeah. As they come back um, and I think that is a really strong comparison to Paddington. A less comp- strong comparison is, is the Peter Rabbit. I think they've tried to do Peter Rabbit. It's not quite a game with a big star studded cast. It's animation. It's not quite the same. And I wasn't really. No. It's not here. But to me, I would also put it in there with the Shrek films as well, as in that it works really well on the child, adult, and family. 
Yeah, it's you, connect, yeah, and, you know, because Shrek is so good because you can watch Shrek as an adult on your own as well. It's 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 there's in, there's there's, there's, more, in there's there as well. more than enough human in there for now. So I've sort of lumped them there, but but the the, the Nick Park one I thought was good job because obviously it's so quintessentially yeah. British. I feel like if you're going to rewatch, if you're going to, if you're going to recommend something, it has to be something British. So anything from um, the Ardman animation. So mine are the complete opposite of British oh, there. Okay, because <laughs> I think. I think E.T. Oh. I think E.T. has got to be. Yes. Yeah, the that sim- comparison. Yeah, the themes-wise, yes. Theme-wise, you know, yes. It, it, it's a character that's not from that country, living with a family and, you know. Well, he literally is an alien. And he literally is an alien. Um, but I do think when you're talking about greatest films, E.T. is one of the greatest family films of yes. of all time. That's so good. that's in there. But I think going the other way, I just think... Uh, this is just probably because of my personal preference, like, but all the Studio Ghibli films, yeah, I've all got that like didn't even heart to completely. It. And, I know they're completely, they're completely different. But if, yeah. what I think is, if you, they're films that anyone of any age can yeah. sit down and take their own meaning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they will enjoy it for the day. I mean, think that's why that. it works so well. Panther, like I said, a child can sit and watch it, an adult can sit and watch it, a family can sit and watch it, and they will all take more than enough from this film so so we are off to have some marmalade sandwiches and we do hope uh, listener that you watch it if you can Mm -hmm.